What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Four Verse Podcast. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be looking forward to Week Nine and giving you some breakdowns of um, our team's games, and then give you some picks for other games across college football. So, thank you for tuning in. Let's get it. Coming up, um, the season is going by so fast, and I feel like I haven't even got to see us play well yet. I know that's <laughs> the season's the season's just flying by, and we haven't even figured out how to move the ball down the field yet. I have one when game. When does the preseason end? I've seen us play one game that we played good. <laughs> the rest has been dog shit. <laughs> and you didn't even get to play it in your own stadium. Maybe y'all just need to play all the games in the bins. I'm I, at this point. If we play like that, sign me up, <laughs> Sam. I do have a question. I didn't get to ask you. Um, we okay. give Jeff. We give Jeff Sims a lot of shit. Um, sometimes he looks really good. Sometimes he looks like a middle school quarterback when he throws the ball. Um, uh, not that bad. That's that's a little rude to say. Who would you take right now, Jeff or DJ? Jeff Sims. Yeah. Um. No, Jeff Collins. <laughs> I mean, Scooter plays linebacker <laughs> in practice. So shit, I don't know. Um, to be honest with you, I, w- I would take Jeff Sims because DJ has concrete feet. Uh, they're both going to throw the ball to the other team. Um, you know, DJ can't read a book, much less a cover three. Um, so it, at least if you're if you're gonna, you know, be have passing deficiencies at least be able to run yeah. and Jeff can do that and Jeff and you, I mean I feel like I feel like it, Sims has played I feel like he's played a lot better than he did last year oh, just absolutely. in the sense that he's he's still thrown some interceptions but like the two at Pitt I feel like both of those can be they're kind of eh, you know yeah that, so tip, so there's a few the that line, I, you, I mean you know it, it sucks but you you can you can justify those I can't justify DJ throwing the ball to a guy that's completely covered. And if you're going to throw it to him, you should either throw it in the stands or throw it back shoulder. And instead, you you throw a lollipop inside at the numbers. It's almost like, hey, dude, I don't know what to do with this ball, so I'm just going to let you have it. Is that cool? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, like, I he's kinda, stuffing the stat sheet for the other team. I kind of agree with I, – I mean, I've been thinking about, like, who I'd rather have. And I feel like, like <clears throat> Jeff makes a splash play – and it's either for us or them, you know? Like, it's like, well, okay. Ours is never for us. Right. That's what I was about to, <laughs> he's, that's he's, I was about to the, say. For DJ, he's going to make his splash play. But so far this year, again, it ain't been for Clemson. Listen, against FBS opponents, he has two touchdowns to our team and two touchdowns to whoever the hell we're playing. So, <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. It's yeah. inexplicable, really. I, I don't. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know if it was literally that Cornell Powell and Amari Rogers were just dogs or <laughs> and we just told dj just like fuck it cornell down there somewhere throw it yeah yeah i don't know if that was our our strategy with him but it's it's crazy <laughs> it's cra- like can we just add trevor lawrence back to the roster and just say he got covid is that <laughs> what it takes like dj doesn't doesn't know he's the starter all week and he's just like oh shit i gotta go play quarterback okay it was and crazy just, to see puma out there <clears throat> Honestly, he didn't look as bad as I expected. Uh, and he finished three of seven for 23 yards and had 15 yards rushing on two carries. <laughs> so, so when I say that he played well, that would be an absolute bold-faced lie. <laughs> but the fact that he didn't look any worse than DJ is so telling. <laughs> because because when we would – I swear three to God. Three for seven last, for 23 yards. Listen, the opener last year – Trevor Lawrence was out there against Wake Forest, didn't have a great game, 
but just absolutely lighting them up. Tyson Pumachon comes in with a whole with a whole Achilles. He's got one and a half right now. With his whole Achilles last year, comes in and looks awful. <laughs> so the fact that our starting quarterback doesn't look any better than him right now is so concerning. Yeah, <laughs> this, I'm telling you, I could go on about this for an entire hour. So I'm just gonna let it die right here. Yeah, but yes, you're right. I would. All I right. would take Jeff Sims. Okay. Okay. Who who wants to hop into their week nine matchup first? South Carolina is on a bye week. Thank goodness I can have a stress free weekend. But okay, Sam, uh, Zeb Nolan or DJ Hugh? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Listen, listen. Zeb's got experience. If Zeb can coach it, Zeb can throw it. So I mean, I'm sorry. I keep distracting, but. DJ would have run quarterback draw against Vanderbilt on fourth down and he would have lost. I'll go ahead and hop into my preview since I'm the ass that's um, distracting this whole thing. Okay. So no, who this do we is play? good. This is this is what we need. Who do we play, <laughs> who do we, who do we play this weekend? Um, Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech. That's right. Um, <laughs> shit. Well. Um, We're going we, off the rails. <laughs> shit. Uh, well, hopefully we give up less than 600 yards this weekend. Um, actually, Virginia Tech's right, really good deal. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. I think that's all uh, Virginia Tech's not a good football team, um, but we're worse probably, so um, we're not good either. I really don't know what to think about this game because they've kind of hit like a skid. They've lost three in a row. It's kind of one of those things where it looks like. Um, for Fuente, things are just not going well, and they're kind of packing up, packing up ship there. So, um, they don't score many points. Their defense isn't bad, really. They held Pitt to twenty-eight points. I think Pitt kind of had like one of those off games, but their defense is competitive. They're they're all right. Their offense just they can't score points. Um, Burmeister, he can run it a little bit, which kind of scares me because um, we we couldn't keep um, the redheaded one-legged guy from running for 100 yards against us this past week. So um, I think that's an issue. I'd be interested uh, to you, see. You know, since you brought that up, I found this stat for uh, for Power 5 quarterbacks in terms of scramble yardage, and Braxton Burmeister is actually sixth with about 250 yards on scrambles, not design yeah. runs like dropbacks and oh, yeah. shit. And that's, a, and that's a big problem for us. Like, against – we have one anomaly, and it was UNC, and um, – Sam Howell fumbled twice uh, when he was scrambling. He's usually pretty good at scrambling, and we kind of shut that down. But other than that, Kenny Pickett did good at it. Um, uh, Brendan Armstrong was obviously, you know, running however he wanted to this past weekend. So I think that's a struggle for us. So I'm not sure how that's going to go on offense. Hopefully our offensive line continues to keep putting together good weekends or good week, good games because um, – I think we're finally putting a competitive group out there, kind of rotating at guard with uh, Paula Bapulu, um, mixing in at guard. And then um, – You don't want his cousin, by the way? Who's his cousin? DJ Ugubaduki. One! <laughs> Boy, sorry. <laughs> um, I think we're full right now. Um we have we have enough guys that can't throw the ball. So um You show. Yeah. No, no y'all can have uh Jordan Yates though. He he needs to go play somewhere. But um he'd probably start for us. So anyways, you know, hopefully Jameer has another good week. Um I'd like to see us be able to run the ball well again. That'd be nice to see us two weeks in a row because we should have been able to do it all year. Um We've just been rotating guys in the wrong place at offensive line, apparently. But, you know, Brent Key's got that figured out going into game nine or eight or whatever it is. Um, (laughs) But, so, yeah, uh, other than that, I think it's definitely a game we should win. It's tough to look at our team and go, this is a game we should win. But um, here I am sitting here saying this is a game we should win. Uh they don't really have that many weapons on offense, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Next person. <laughs> All right, I'll go just because I haven't sent any. Well, I was, I was hold on. I was I was just looking at um tech schedule. Sorry. 
And they what they went loss win loss win loss win loss. So y'all are y'all are due for a win. Yeah, y'all um, are due for a win. So and what Jeff Collins your roller coaster. And, and Jeff Collins. Jesus. <laughs> Now you know what it feels like saying like this is this is this is my life. Every week it's just a fucking mess. So um but no, you know, Jeff hasn't won back to back games since he's been here yet. So it's just been nothing but up, down, 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 up. Wait, are you down, down, down? Yeah, he hasn't won back to back games since he's been here. Yeah. Wow. So it's up and down. The stats that matter. And then some, this year it's up, down, up, down. Sometimes it's up, down, 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 up, and then more down. So I'm, I'm looking for an up this weekend. Um, Wait, who do y'all play? <laughs> who do we play again? Um, anyways, yeah. So uh, hold on. Let's see. Point of the season. Let's see. Hold on. I'm just, I'm just mapping this out. If we go win and then lost to Boston College – and then win to Notre Dame. We're still on our timely schedule for a loss to Georgia, so it checks out. Yeah, it makes sense. Regularly scheduled programming. I mean, <laughs> or we do the double loss this weekend and then win out. Is this that what y'all have been doing for forty-five minutes? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Since we got into the preview show, I literally said in my recap that I wasn't even going to talk about DJ, and that's that's basically what we talked about for the first ten minutes. <laughs> And then I called him, and then I called him DJ Oogabadooki. Two. Dude, when you so. said that in the group, I died laughing by myself. Just started laughing. Shout out Throw God on TikTok. I, I heard him say that, and it's all I can ever say from now on. Three. I still right. laugh at. I still laugh at Big Stinko. Like, I, I think. Stinko. <laughs> oh, what an all-time move! <laughs> all right, Danny, talk talk to us about the. Uh, what do they call it? The cocktail party, whatever. Yeah, the largest outdoor cocktail. Cox. Um, <laughs> but uh, since I didn't have a game to recap, um, I'm just going to kind of give you all some stats. Just because I like looking at some crazy stats. Um, He's about to give us some wild stats about how Georgia's giving up two points all year <laughs> while we're sitting here miserable about the way we're playing. Yeah, Thanks, I bro. I feel, I feel really bad for uh, – Davini, the only thing I want to hear from you is how wide is Jordan Davis's neck. I want to know. <laughs> it's bro, what I, the people are wondering. Yeah, I wish I knew that, um, but I don't. So, um, but – No one does. <laughs> Uh, hey girl, dude. Um, oh my gosh, uh, <laughs> this is not that kind of podcast, but okay. <laughs> so, uh, just in you know, I thought this was a cool little stat just in reference of uh, how much we've been throwing the ball this year. Um, just for all the you know, the one or two Georgia fans that listen to this podcast, um, so this is this includes uh, non garbage time you know, not inside the five-yard line type stuff. So we're 55th in uh, pass play percentage out of all the Power 5 schools. To give you a little look at that, Oklahoma's 16th, Ohio State's 17th, Alabama's 21st. We're 25th. But throwing the ball on early downs, which is first and second down, obviously, we're second in the nation. 27%. Ohio State's first. Well, that was pr- pretty cool. We're throwing the ball a lot earlier. And we're also – I'm surprised um, we're not first, dude. We throw a freaking wide receiver <laughs> screen on first or second down every drive. <laughs> For one we yard. do anything we can to get behind the sticks. Not a negative <laughs> one yard. We usually just run it into our linemen. We throw um, an interception. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, another <laughs> – Another uh, stat on offense is uh, play action. Um, we're doing that a lot more this year as well. Um, and I don't know if that's just a Munkin thing or a quarterback situation. Um, but overall, on um, play action passes, we are ninth in the country. Um, and on early downs, we are also ninth in the country. Um, and Bennett is number one in the nation. 
uh, for delivering the pass middle. yards. Yes, that too. Pass yards per play action attempt. He's averaging 19 pass yards per play action attempt. That's six more yards than the next quarterback. That's because I feel like every play action is a pass to Brock Bowers that goes for like 25. I was yeah. just about to say every play action, <laughs> there's a wide open tight end somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, obviously there's been a lot of QB talk um, between Stetson and JT. Um, even this week, JT was taking – Because that's all JT can do is talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently he was taking first-team reps, but then other people were saying that, you know, Bennett's still going to go out there for the first drive. I don't know. Well, it's, it's, it's just one of those things now where I don't even care. I just hope we win. Like, I don't, I don't care who walks out of there. I mean, um, if you score, if you score like ten points, the game's over. I mean, yeah. Yeah, Davini, Davini, you just described my thoughts going into every single one of our games. <laughs> I don't even give a shit anymore. I just hope we win. Yeah, it's just like the opposite, though. Um, <laughs> um so yeah, one more um, stat I gotta pull up real quick. Oh yeah, when blitzed. Um, Bennett has an 82 uh, completion percentage with seven touchdowns, zero picks, uh, which I thought that was pretty pretty neat um, because it's honestly the same as JT. With, you know, he just has like 100 less snaps. I've seen um, Sam complete that many passes when he's blitzed as well. Yeah, I mean, it's just. I'm, I'm built way different, though. That's not a fair comparison. <laughs> Um, and, and another thing I talked about, I think, in one of the last podcasts is uh, how – or we've all talked about how Bennett is kind of, like, inaccurate um, downfield um, compared to JT. Um, well, passes more than 10 yards. Um, Bennett is 27 for 37, 758 yards, eight touchdowns and a pick, 94 passing grade. Daniel's stats are – a little worse. Um, Wait for passes for passes. What? Ten yards or more downfield. That travel in the air, ten yards or more, or just passes that get ten yards. Yeah, or tra- more? travel in the air, travel in the air. Okay. Um, JT stats are sixty-eight completion percentage, three hundred passing yards, four touchdowns, and two picks. Um, compared to Bennett's eight touchdowns and one pick. So I mean. When you look at the stats, Bennett does look better than JT, but I just I, – I still think JT, you know – I mean, dude, honestly – our offense a uh, higher ceiling. But, I mean, Stetson's getting the job done so far. So, I mean – Honestly, what that tells me is it doesn't really matter who starts a quarterback. <laughs> I think Zeb yeah, Nolan could probably be a good quarterback for Georgia. <laughs> Well, I mean, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say well, – I, w- I wouldn't want DJ started. So. But what I was going to say is that I feel like when a season's going this well and everything is just so good, you got to have some kind of talking point or something to talk about. And this kind of – this QB thing kind of just feeds that a little bit. But it, right now it really doesn't matter which guy's out there. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to find – Everybody's going to find stuff to talk about. I mean, you can't really say anything about the defense. So everybody just focuses on the offense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you um, could honestly run a lottery and just like pick a senior. Like you get a week to go to practice and you get to start. <laughs> yeah. that, literally pull that's what out Stetson of looks crowd. like out there. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't see Stetson throw a ball, you would think they took someone from the student section and, and told him, Give us a pledge. <laughs> But then he, you see him throw the ball, and you're like, okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> he definitely played a little bit in high school. Could have I mean, went pro if it was. I don't, I don't really know what to say about uh, the Gators. Um, I have an interesting stat for, for Florida, actually. Let's so, in their, past, in their past eight games against Power 5 teams, they're two and six, and that includes a 42 to zero game against Vanderbilt. So, in Power Five teams that play football, they're one for their last seven. 
<laughs> not playing football. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. Florida's uh, Florida's not. They're not a super great team this year. They could run the ball a little bit, but with Georgia's defense, they're not gonna be able to. I mean, they're gonna have to and they're, win the game in the they air. Do this and they thing where they're, uh, yeah, but but Florida does this thing where they watch um, Anthony Richardson go crazy and then don't play him. Yeah, yeah then they pull him. Yeah. yeah, it makes no sense. Hey, 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 this guy, it's, no, no, no. It's, too, uh, <laughs> oh, it's like hey, stop. Nah. Stop. Nah. Hey. I mean, they could literally they could literally pull in Oklahoma and just let Anthony Richardson just just beat other teams, and they don't do it. Their defense is also god-awful. Todd Grantham, yeah. is, he's, he works a ski mask. Dude, he's got to yeah. go, yeah. He's a ski mask for sure. Yeah, yeah so uh, I'm gonna boys. I'm gonna need y'all to really really beat up on those boys because we play them the week after y'all. Jacob, I'm not sure it's gonna matter, buddy. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just saying so we don't get beat by forty. <laughs> are you are you asking them? Are you asking Georgia's defense to injure their players? Is that no, no, not injure. Just just beat them down a little bit. Get them get you know sore, bruised up a little bit. More so, them. so that just break down. their will. Just so that, break their will to live. That's probably what will actually happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. After about three drives, they'll be like, Coach, I got to go home. All right, I'm going to head out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not expecting much. Good thing is, if Anthony Richardson starts and goes out there and scores a touchdown, you won't have to see him until the fourth Yeah, quarter. he'll be benched. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'll come in for three drives, score three touchdowns, and then they'll put Emory Jones right back in. Yeah. They, Mullen did it's, come out and say he is going to be uh, – Running both of them out there, so he says that every week, though. Mission to see how that's gonna work. Yeah, when he says one, one, one there, throws a pick. All right, bring the other one in. He he's gonna run Anthony. When he says run them out there, that means run them out there. Florida's gonna score with Anthony Richardson, and then you're gonna run Emory Jones out there, and he's gonna throw six picks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally, if you look at the drive chart for their game against LSU. It's like Emory Jones has like five or six drives, a couple turnovers. I think they scored 10 points when he's in the game. A touchdown on the field goal. And then Anthony Richardson comes in, and he has like five drives and score four touchdowns and a field goal. It's like, what, dude, what else do you need to see? Everybody in the stadium realizes that this dude that looks like Cam Newton out there is, is <laughs> who needs to be playing quarterback the, the whole game, all the, all the time. And then Mullen's just like, meh, meh. Emory Jones. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. It's yeah, it's especially especially after last year, I think they were gonna put a hurt in them on them. Just um since they beat the show was last year. We uh we watched that one in Charleston all together, didn't we? Yeah. Vinny Davini was not there. No, I wasn't. It was a it was a brutal weekend for all of us. Nothing good happened that week. I think Tech was on a bye, so Tech didn't lose, but uh-huh, everybody yeah, else we're... lost. We were on a bye. We undefeated on a bye, baby. <laughs> we're winless on a bye. <laughs> it's all about perspective. Oh, yeah, that was the game after Sam was sitting on the ground when they lost to Notre Dame going, we did it lose. <laughs> yeah, was, little did I know that that was going to be DJ's specialty. He had well, just played the best game of his life. Yeah, well um... – George is probably gonna win that game, but Sam, let's uh hop into yours. Oh no, we gotta we gotta get a score prediction from Davini here. Yeah, I mean Davini's gotta give us a score prediction just to make it more interesting because this game is probably yeah gonna go just yeah. about how we all think it's going to. Yeah, um, considering we're getting uh Christopher Smith back, um, Aaron Smith. He's kind of fast, ain't he? Offense. Isn't that a guy? Huh. Is Chris Smith the defensive back, or is he the receiver? He's the DB that took one for six on you. Oh, yeah. DJ thought he was our receiver. <laughs> Never mind. That's why I got messed up. Maybe DJ's coming for it. Hey, DJ know who he is. Um, but, no, nah, he didn't play against Kentucky because he separated his shoulder um, in the Auburn game. But he's back. Um, Aaron Smith has missed, like, the last freaking, like, four games from some, like, turf toe or some BS – um, he's back, so I expect some some bombs to him. Um, I'm gonna go 45 three. Oh my god! <laughs> and the sad part is, is I don't necessarily disagree. I don't know I'm if y'all score 45 it. because you you might not want to. 
It'd be like second half. Oh and he my. just runs to Mir White twenty times. I was if thinking, I was thinking thirty-one fourteen was was the score I had in mind. But yeah. how <laughs> are they going to score fourteen? No, I'll say, I'll say they'll score. Oh, you're you're right, dude. People don't no. score on Georgia. I'll do, I'll do. That's, I would say one touchdown. I would, if we're going to give up a touchdown, it's going to be like Anthony Richardson rolling out of the pocket or a QB draw. It's not going to be a pass. It's going to be that that man toting the rock. I'll call it right now. That shit's so crazy to watch. Dude, I hope our score is 48. The, the sad part is, is, is the other team – Do the other team, they know that they're not going to do anything when they have the football. It's like they've already come into the game and they've just already been beat. Oh, your it's defense amazing. is hopeless out there because you're like, I mean, we could stop them, but we're going to be right back out here in four yeah. plays. The difference um, this year is because this is the first time Kirby has done this um, since he's been at Georgia, just because this is the best line we've ever had in a long time. Which is all the man coverage. Yeah, he, he uh, has predominantly run zone all game. And so he just lets the D-line eat. And the quarterback has to sit and wait for those guys to get open in zone coverage, and it doesn't just doesn't work out. But if you're a man, you know you can your guys get separated quicker, and you can chuck that bitch up down the sideline. Um, zone coverage is a different story. I don't know if that would even work. Yeah, but that's that's the that's why our secondary has played a lot better than expected is because they're just going back in zone almost every play instead of man coverage. Lord knows that's what DK needs. 45 to three. That's so disrespectful. That is so disrespectful. <laughs> and yeah. I'm not and I'm not disagreeing. That's what's even more disrespectful. I mean I oh, it's probably, they're probably gonna score a little more maybe. But I don't know dude. I mean that's what I hope. I, I hope it I hope it's it's probably gonna be more like 42 10, 38 10. Yeah. That's 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 kind of where I'm at. 38 yeah. 10. Because I, 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 I just feel like y'all gonna control the game and just not even y'all I mean you might start taking the knee in like the third quarter on first down just, just to... <laughs> Yeah. because <laughs> yeah. I mean after you know, after this game it's really we got Missouri, Charleston Southern um does Charleston Southern even have to show up can we just like yeah because that, that feels like a felony yeah I feel, bad. I feel bad I feel bad for you. yeah that, that does feel, feel like a felony me. yeah <laughs> y'all treat not a misdemeanor be... at all y'all treat normal like good power five teams like other teams treat Charleston Southern so yeah <laughs> what y'all what y'all do to Charleston Southern is going to be illegal you know, Charleston Sellers looking at this year and like, ah, damn, coach. <laughs> it ain't even worth the ticket money, bro. <laughs> it ain't even bro. worth it. Dude, bro. Yeah, the bad thing is, y'all aren't paying us if we have to play y'all. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I feel like we're going to be owed some money after that. <laughs> oh, well, you're going you gonna, you gonna to have to take them to court. Jeff going to be sad. <laughs> Yeah, we oh uh, we've we've really gone off the rails on this this episode, but you know what happens. It's okay. <clears throat> yeah. So since Sam- since we're running out of time, I guess I need to go ahead and just kind of blow through this. Yeah, just rip. Um, rip well, I mean, we're gonna have to do another one. Anyway. Yeah. So so we got we got Florida State this week. Um, and if you had told me before the season that Florida State and us would have a a record that looks the same. Uh, I, I one, I don't think I would have believed you for the fact that I figured we would have been probably like a one loss team, maybe two. Um, and I, I probably wouldn't have figured Florida State would have beaten anybody except Jacksonville State and UMass at this point. Um, but Florida State, I mean, they, they started 0 and 4. Um, but other than Jacksonville State, you know, the teams that they lost to Notre Dame, Wake, and Louisville. Combined to go seventeen and four. Um, Louisville was four and three, but they're they're playing a whole heck of a lot better the last month or so. Um, and since then, Florida State's ripped off three in a row. Syracuse by three. They beat North Carolina by ten, uh, and then obviously they just hammered UMass. So, <clears throat> you know, they're a team that's actually coming in playing with a little bit of confidence. And when you look at them on film, they don't look like a complete 
cluster like they have for the last four or five years, um, which is not good because Lord knows we need we need like 2018 Florida State. That's what we need right now. Um, but offensively, they're actually pretty explosive. I mean, they, you know, they're averaging. I think in terms of explosive play rate, um, which is which I believe is categorized as places of over like 15 yards from scrimmage. Um, you know, I mean, they're they're like seven or eight percent, which is I would say probably top 20-ish in the nation. I don't know where exactly they stand, but they rank pretty high. Um, and most of what they do is is running the ball. Um, Deshaun Corbin, the Texas A&M transfer, is his second year at Florida State. He's accounting for about 26% of their total offensive output. Um, he's averaging 7.9 yards a carry. He's got almost 700 yards rushing, uh, super explosive. He's fast. They don't really – they throw him. I mean, he's got 15 catches in the season, but he's only got about 65 yards. So he's not – not very involved in the passing game. And frankly, they don't have any receivers that are all that involved. Um, for comparison, I think their leading receiver has just over 200 yards. And, yeah. you know, Joseph Ngata for us has like 350. So not exactly a, a high output passing team. They're only averaging 183 yards game passing, 230 on the ground. Um, you know, Jordan Travis, like I said, Corbin has 683 yards rushing. Their starting quarterback, Jordan Travis, is only thrown 636. Now, they, they have uh, Chuba Purdy and, um, you know, the the one-knee bandit, uh, Mackenzie Milton, who's played a little bit. So, um, you know, Jordan Travis hasn't had all the snaps. But, like I said, he's, he's not much of a, a passing quarterback. I think offensively they're very similar to what uh, Syracuse does where they – they have a good running back and they just let him eat and they have a quarterback that has some deficiencies throwing. Um, so they roll the pocket a ton, you know, get him out on the edge. Um, and in terms of power five quarterbacks, in terms of like, if you take away sack yardage, Jordan Travis is 11th in the country with 412 yards um, on the ground. So basically um, even though he hasn't played all that much, he's, he runs around, he scrambles, you know, they, they do a lot of different things with him. Um, and so it's it's going to be an interesting game, I think, in terms of matchup. You know, the secondary for us kind of scares me, just in the sense that we're not that deep. And other than Andrew Booth, I don't – you know, Mario Goodrich has played well, but I just don't trust it. So the fact that they don't have anybody um, that can consistently win one-on-one and the fact that they don't have a quarterback that's necessarily built to throw the ball 20, 30, 40 times in a game – um, I think that certainly works in our favor. But, I mean, they're averaging 31 points a game. Uh, they're allowing 26 and a half. So, you know, maybe we'll be able to get to 20 for the first time uh, against an FBS opponent this year. I think that would be super cool. I think that's what we should shoot for uh, is to score three touchdowns. I think that would be a, that would be a really nice afternoon. Um, but, again, I mean, their defense is, is like Jekyll and Hyde. Like, they have, they have series and – even like quarters where they come out and look really good and then they just complete like kind of implode especially in the first four games of the year they would just like they go from stopping somebody three drives in a row to where they can't get them off the field at all so i, I think if like i talked about uh in the pit recap if, if we can sort of flip the third down percentages and and get ourselves closer to 40 percent and get the other teams closer to a third um i think that's certainly a recipe for success they have so they played seven games, and the guy who transferred from Georgia, Jermaine Johnson, defensive end, has seven sacks. He's second in the ACC. There's a guy from Syracuse that played one more game that has a half a sack more. So he's he's really the guy on defense that can cause a ton of havoc. Um, so getting him blocked up is going to be important. Um, you know, not great news today. Today's Tuesday the 26th, so not great news, but Kobe Pace is now in COVID protocol. Uh, so we're going to have two true freshmen, Shipley and Mafa, that are uh, pretty much our only options at running back. Um, so, I mean, not ideal, but I think we're going to have to lean on them because we can't continue to let DJ drop back 30 times a game. It's not – that's just not how we need to run the offense. Um, so even though we lose Kobe Pace, we get Joseph Pangata back, who was out with COVID. Uh, we get Hunter Rayburn back, who's been out with COVID the past two games. So. That'll help. Obviously, we lost our starting left guard, our, our best offensive lineman, which, frankly, isn't saying a ton, but our best offensive lineman and Matt Bockworth towards ACL last weekend. So, 
just, I mean, our offensive line is sort of just like a mix and match, match unit at this point. Um, so we're, we're trying to do what we can. Hopefully we'll be able to run the ball against them. Like I said, their secondary is probably where they're susceptible, but we're not capable of throwing the ball and catching the ball. Uh, so I don't know if we'll really be able to attack it. Um, like I said, I think, I think offensively for us, for FSU, they, they look a lot like Syracuse. So I think it'll probably be a pretty similar game where you see both offenses just going back and forth, um, not really doing a whole lot in terms of being productive. Um, but I think it matches up with our defensive strength. You know, obviously I'd like to have a healthy Tyler Davis. I'd like to have Brian Brissetti in the middle. Um, but, you know, that's not where we're at. I think this is a game where our white linebackers will probably combine for about 55 tackles, um, which is typically what happens when we play teams that run the ball a lot. Uh, so that, that should be interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really know what else to say about this one. You know, we're not going to score many points. We're probably not going to give up many points. It's probably going to be really ugly, which is, I mean, the word for the season, just ugly. Um, but, yeah, you know, I'd, I'd rather win ugly than lose, especially when it's Florida State. And I feel like as far ahead of them as we are, we're not that far ahead at all. Um, so, yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty much it. The fact that I'm unsure if we can beat Florida State and the fact that it's even a question is really disappointing and shows you where we're at. But, um, but yeah, I'm thinking this is like a 20 to 14 type game. Hopefully we win. Wow. Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe DJ won't get pulled this week. I mean, I think that would be a step in the right direction. I, at this point, I'm kind of like Sid. I, I, I don't even give a shit. I just want to win. <laughs> Yeah. Smoking that hopium, boy. <laughs> that's all I got. Hell yeah. Well, there you go. There's uh It's sad though, because I, I used to look at the other defenses. I was like, oh like this is a zone team, like we're we're gonna run smash routes on them and they're just gonna be in conflict and and this gonna be ugly for them. And now I'm like, dude, like we can't even get out of our own way. If there was a bus coming out of our offense, I don't think they'd have the wherewithal to move. I think it just get hit. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it happens. You know, but hey, uh, hey. dude, I gotta, I gotta go through and actually like figure out what games we're gonna pick. Same. I should probably start doing that because I'm fucking terrible at picking. <laughs> you know, I also I, I'm gonna go on record as saying that I don't like going first because I feel like y'all just see the games that I pick. So whoever get, like picks last, like you can be like, oh, well, everybody else picks so and so, and I'm not gonna go against the grain because I might All lose right, I'll points. Go, I'll go first. Don't worry about it. I'll go first. <laughs> Y'all have well, who's, to get it. Who's in? Well, yeah, Sam is in first. <laughs> I think the last dude, place. I'm concerned about. <laughs> I think last place. I think last dude, place should have to go. Yeah, do just do the order. Okay, from, last, uh, last last to first. first. Yeah. Should Should I update all the fans on how the picks are going? Yeah, just go ahead and update everybody. Okay. Okay. So, um, you know, Sid, Sid's trailing the pack right now. Um, he's got 72 on the season as far as points go. Uh, and then Jacob has 74. Davini has 78. And uh, yours truly with, with 80, you know, pacing the group here. So, but we're all pretty close. I mean, we're all pretty bad at picking as well. I don't have our records on here because it would probably, probably be a little embarrassing. It's over 50%. I mean, if you think about like betting, if I if I put twenty dollars on every single game, <laughs> I mean, eventually we would come out ahead, right? You'd hope so. But I guess we pick favorites a lot too, so we'd probably. Ninety percent <laughs> of my losses. Ninety percent of my losses are me picking tech just because I can't pick against them, <laughs> and it costs you, me. You got to go with your head or your heart. You gotta you gotta pick one. Well, well, let's get into it. All right. All so, right. Cool. Cool. So, I mean, you, Sid, do you want to do you want to do this, or since you're no, going first, or no, 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 no. No, okay. you you can this introduce is... the teams, and then Sid will start with the picks. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. So the first game is uh is game day. We got a I guess it's a top ten matchup with Michigan and Michigan State. Both yeah. teams are undefeated. Six versus eight. Um, it's one of those games where I feel like neither team is all that great. But neither team really has, like, a glaring weakness. Michigan State's defense is kind of shitty from time to time. 
but Michigan's offense is kind of shitty from time to time. So I, it's, I mean, it's going to be a good game. I wish it wasn't at noon, but imagine that, dude. You have the biggest, well, not the biggest game of Michigan season because they got to play Ohio State and lose, but you know. <laughs> but you know, yeah. I digress. Yeah. So this one's kind of tough, just because I feel like Michigan State's actually a pretty dang good team, um, and also Michigan. Uh, struggled at home recently, but I'm actually going to take Michigan. So, uh, yeah, I'm going with the Wolverines. Uh, yeah, I think I'm also going with Michigan. Um, these are two football teams that are going to try to run the ball. Uh, it'll probably be a pretty low-scoring game, if I had to guess. Uh, Michigan's got two running backs with 10 touchdowns on the season. Um, you know, their quarterback is, he's fine. He's done fine. Five touchdowns, one interception. Um, you know, they just don't throw the ball that much. So both of these teams are going to run the ball. And, and I think, um, Michigan's defense is going to be the difference in this game. So oh, and, uh, I'm going to go Michigan state here, um, because of Walker, the third. That's, a, good. that's a great pick. I, I feel like I in my head, I'm sitting here looking at this as like Michigan has a pretty solid front seven and Michigan State has kind of a bad defense from time to time. So it would be far more likely for Michigan State to have the bad day defensively. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go with Michigan, but I feel like Michigan State is probably going to win. Actually, screw it. Divinity, let's go Michigan State. Let's, let's ride with Sparty. <laughs> let's eat. Kenneth Walker probably – I mean, he might run for, like, 63 yards and they get beat by 20, but it is what it is, you know? You know, it happens. It do it be like that from time to time. So, next game up, uh, we're going back to the Big 12 where I think we're all batting about 300. Um, we have Texas on the road against Baylor. Baylor is ranked in a two-and-a-half point favorite here, uh, which both of those things are surprising. Um, I don't know anything about Baylor, but I know that they don't have um, B. John Robinson. So, with that, Sid, what you got? Oh, you just made my point for me. Um, B. John is B. John, and I'm going to take him and his teammates. Mostly just him. <laughs> Mostly him, no. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to go Texas here, too. I like what Texas has on offense. Their quarterback's not – he's not great, but he's kind of a young guy, and he's got talent. Obviously, they got B. John Robinson. Um, but – I just hope Texas doesn't come out and beat themselves like they have this season. So, my luck, they'll they'll get up by twenty one points again and then lose it like they did to Oklahoma. I also just don't know that much about Baylor football right now. So, I still can't believe Texas lost to Oklahoma. That's the most unreal shit I've ever <laughs> seen. Yeah, at least you didn't have uh, Texas pick to win that game. <laughs> did I not? No, I was the only one. Oh. I bet you were feeling good at halftime. Dude. Oh, boy. I was like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. Oh, shit. After the first – after halftime, he's probably like, damn. That one thing you need, folks. Stupid, man. <laughs> I, I knew this was going to happen. Him. I knew this was going to happen. They Hard had me beat. in the first half. Um, <laughs> I'm going uh, – I mean, Baylor – freaking A. Baylor – they beat – they have a good win against Iowa State, but they lost to Oklahoma State, which Texas also just lost to Oklahoma State. But Texas should have won that game. They should have won the last two games they played. Um, Texas has no reason to have any their, losses right their now. De- yeah, their defense is just horrific. Um, if you look at the yards allowed, um, Baylor has a better defense, but they haven't really played a great offense besides Iowa State. Um, yeah, just give me Texas, you know. They've let me down twice this year already, so one on a third. Yeah, I'm going to rot with Texas. I couldn't I, – I don't th- – now that Charlie Brewer transferred out of Baylor and then went to Utah and then, like, three games into the season, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not feeling this one either. <laughs> <laughs> I can honestly say that I don't know a single player on Baylor's team, which I don't know if that says more about me or Baylor. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to go with the logic me and Sid have previously talked about. Uh, B. John Robinson is not going to be playing for a team that wears green, so I'm not going to pick him. So give me Texas, I think. 
Maybe, maybe I'll change it on the final drive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, we have Iowa and Wisconsin in a game that could possibly be uglier than the Clemson-Florida State game. Um, Iowa got throttled at home by Purdue, and then Purdue went back home the next week and got throttled by Wisconsin. It's very strange what's happening in the Big Ten, but um, the Big Ten is like the ACC. It's like anybody could beat anybody at any week. Like none of these teams are all that great, but none of them are all that bad. I feel like that's college football all over the place this year, though. This has been a weird year. It's been a bad year. It's just like not good football all around. But It's just been interesting as hell, though. Yeah. So you kind of made my point, and um, I'm going to go back to the just the transitive property that never works out. But um, <laughs> Iowa lost to Purdue. Purdue got their ass kicked by Wisconsin. So give me give me the Badgers. All right. Look, Graham Mertz has two touchdowns to his seven interceptions this season, Garbage. and he is still the starting quarterback for Wisconsin. Iowa. Bro. Iowa has. He a, reminds me of a guy that I can't think of his name right now. Um. DJ? Oh, wait. Ogubadookie. Four. <laughs> Big Stinko. Um, uh, um, that, and- that Elite 11 class is trash, bro. <laughs> Spencer. Oh, and man. Then, and then Trent Dilfer's on there talking about, oh, yeah, they digress. Bro, you picked all the wrong quarterbacks to be in yeah. the Elite 11. <laughs> Maybe they were not he good. He, he, didn't, he didn't once talk about it being any of his fault. He's like, no, they'd be good if they were somewhere else. But anyways, Graham Mertz not doing well. Um, Iowa has a good defense. I don't I don't see Wisconsin scoring very many points. So then it's up to their Dollar General version of Big Ben to do something at quarterback for Iowa. Um, so I expect a low scoring game, but I think Iowa is gonna is gonna win. Yeah, I'm also going Iowa here. This is gonna be a rough game to watch. I probably won't be watching it. Yeah, let's not let's not kid ourselves. Yeah, yeah. nobody's watching this. One. <laughs> Yeah, we'll check the score afterwards and Wisconsin will win. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Iowa because the it, the fact that Wisconsin is favored pretty much means that there's no chance they win. Um I mean, Graham Mertz sucks, so they're gonna hand off to what would have been Clemson's like fourth string running back. <laughs> and they're gonna give him the ball 30 times, and he's probably gonna run for like 65 yards and a touchdown, and that's all they're gonna do. Also, Wisconsin has two of the three highest-graded linebackers in the country. Um, so, basically, of the three, there's there's one that's on Georgia's team that's better than them, and then they're the next two best. <laughs> so, shout-out to Kobe Dean. Kobe um, Dean is an absolute animal. Yeah, he's a, he's a dog. They got a lot but of yeah, dogs so, on the same team. Yeah, y'all. I'm not going to say what I was about to say. Um, so with that, we're going to move on to the next game that we're picking. And it's going to be Virginia Tech and Georgia Tech. Tech is, well, Georgia Tech um, is a three and a half point favorite here at home. Uh, so, Sid, do, do we even need to do we even need to do this or? No, I mean, I'm taking Tech. Um, so <laughs> um, I'm just going to put tech? tech. I'm just going to put Tech in the score sheet. And uh, I'll let you all determine which one that is. No, um, obviously, I pride with my squad. Uh, What is is a Hokie anyways? So, yeah, they suck. We're not good either, but hey. um, Do you remember when y'all gave them jerseys when they forgot theirs? Sean Glennon, no. No, bro, I'm pretty sure they got stolen. That's the big thing that's ever happened. They They had Glennon. I'm pretty sure they got stolen. I don't think they forgot them. I'm pretty sure they got some of their jerseys were stolen. And or they literally get, put a sharpie and like marked through the Russell logo and like wrote Hokies on the front. It's they, awesome. They drew a awesome. Nike symbol on them, and they That's were still awesome. cooler than our jerseys because we were Russell. So <laughs> they put that check mark on there, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean. I enjoyed the time when we went up there and attempted a pass like two times and beat them by like 30 points. Those were fun times. But um, the last time we played them, they kicked our ass. So I think we kind of we kind of owe one. And, and I'd like to put that nail in the, the Fuente coffin. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm I agree with you. I'm taking tech here. They're at home. Uh, their offense, tech. Georgia Tech. All right, cool. 
um, their offense clicked last game. I hope that they can keep that going. Um, and Virginia Tech is not a, not a very good football team. So, Georgia Tech, baby. Yeah, give me the yellow jackets. Let's go. Yeah, clean sweep for uh, for the yellow jackets here. And to be honest with you, the, the thing that you just went through earlier, talking about the loss, win, loss, win, I mean, it's time for y'all to win. I mean, what other – or, what other information do I need to make this pick? It's, yeah. it's your week to win. Yeah, I mean, you can't get off schedule. So <laughs> it's like, okay, this one's very clear. Georgia Tech is going to win this one. So That right. and uh, North Carolina beat Virginia Tech. Georgia Tech slaughtered North Carolina. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we love the transitive property and the, the pattern of win-loss, win-loss. Hey, I'm not, I'm not saying you're a liar. But oh, North Carolina lost Carolina that lost. game. <laughs> I'm not calling you a liar, but I ain't calling you a truther. <laughs> Virginia Tech it is. It was a shit game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so Georgia Tech beat North Carolina and Virginia Tech beat North Carolina. So the conclusion I've come to is North Carolina is ass. <laughs> which, yeah, which I mean, not wrong. Not wrong. All right, got- so here we go. Um, I guess I guess we'll move on to the Clemson game. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Clemson is 0-7 against the spread, and Vegas continues to put us as double-digit point favorites as if we can score double digits. It's unfathomable. <laughs> Clemson, Clemson has a ski mask on if they go anywhere near Vegas right now. Just <laughs> robbing them boys blind. You know, Sam, point, when you – I feel like – go ahead. When you weren't here – um, and the spread was 14 points, and we covered yours as a group. That was one of my points. I was like, I don't know if they can score 14 points, let alone beat somebody by 14 points at yeah. the moment. So it's just confusing. But it's ridiculous. I if mean, you, if you put us as a favorite, don't do it. Just don't. <laughs> like you're, you're, you're putting the about- spread at uh, higher than their season <laughs> high scoring total at times. It's like, yeah, shit, guys, come on, you're setting the bar really high here. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go first on this one, and I'm I'm gonna ride with the squad because if we lose to Florida State, honestly, just just get COVID, shut shut the rest of the season down. I mean, we'll go play Carolina, I guess, and just play in the Ugabaduki Bowl. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a counter on that? Okay. What is that? Five times. <laughs> Yeah, Jacob, we need like a dinger every time you hear Uga Baduki. <laughs> okay, six. <laughs> oh, oh my God, shit. Dude. Well, Sam, um, I'm going to ride with y'all as well. I think Florida State's just a bad Bold. team. So um, I think we're uh, a bad team. Listen, listen. I ain't touching that spread, okay? Ten points. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't touching. I'm just saying I think y'all going to come out on top. So... Yeah, I think it's the spread I, is literally worse than the plague right now. <laughs> I I agree. I think Clemson's going to win this game. Um, I I keep waiting for that week for them to actually start clicking a little bit, at least a little bit on offense. And it's it not just, coming, dude. And it's I not I don't know if it's ever going to come, but I think that they can like scrape enough points to beat Florida State. So you're waiting for them to just come out there, put it all together, and score 21 points. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What if, what if we just what if we go crazy and DJ all of a sudden looks like the freaking Heisman contender we thought he would be? He goes like 40 for 43, 11 touchdowns. We put a hundred on Florida State just because they canceled on us last year, and then we go right back to being ass. <laughs> the most confusing team in the country. Yeah, Devinny, who you got? Let's 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 move on here. Yeah, I got Clemson. All right, cool. Bold, but cool. Very good analysis. Um, <laughs> so the next game we got is uh, is Ole Miss going to Auburn, and Auburn is a two point favorite at home, which I can't understand. But at the same time, it makes sense. Don't don't ask me to explain any further than that. Yeah, I don't I don't really get that one either. Um, but I'm gonna ride with Kiffin Kiffin and them boys because I kind of think. I, I think they're kind of good. I mean, honestly, I think they're I think they're all right. So Macarrow's um, really that boy. Yeah, yeah, Truth for sure. And um, you know, Kiffin's entertaining. So give me the Rebs or the the Land Sharks. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I agree. And even ESPN gives Auburn a 58.7% chance to win this game. I'm not sure about that. Where are they getting um, this information from? Is that around hurt? No, the guy that made that one is the same guy that was in charge of setting the spread for the Clemson game. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was his two duties this, this but week. Yeah, I mean, Ole we Miss... need him on the podcast. This guy knows something we don't know. <laughs> Ole Miss, Who is Ole... this guy? Hey, we Ole... need that guy. <laughs> Ole Miss is a good football team. Their defense is not great, but I think, you know, I think they can outscore Auburn. Matt Corral is better than Bo Nix, even if Bo Nix is playing much better as of recent. Um, which might be the most shocking thing of the entire season. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Rebs over yeah the land sharks at home. Um, Vinny, what do you got? I'm taking all barn. Okay. Okay. Really? Just okay. Just to be different. I hear you. I like it. You know, I want to pick I want to pick Auburn really bad because on the one hand I feel like, you know. They have two good running backs, and they can, like, as long as Bo Nix doesn't just throw the ball to Ole Miss consistently, that they could very easily win this game at home. But then again, I look at it, bro, Ole Miss, bro, they, they retired Eli Manning's jersey and brought his nephew down there and painted his last name in the end zone. Lane Kiffin was on the sideline in a shirt that just said Manning, bro. They're going <laughs> all out recruiting. Their quarterback's going crazy. If you think I'm picking against Ole Miss after that, you're you're smoking. <laughs> yeah, smoking. So while I can almost justify Auburn winning this game, and I could certainly see it happening, I just can't do it. So yeah, uh, yeah. Give me um, a, give yeah. me Ole Miss. I feel that. I think I think Kiffin outcoaches this Auburn coaching staff. His shirt just said Manning, bro. <laughs> what a move! Is that even is that even fair? Can you do hey. that? He's over there all in the legal confines of the rules. Uh, we have Eli Manning. We want his nephew, but we're not saying that out loud. If 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 Arch Manning wasn't there, there's no shot they paint the end zones with Manning. Them, them boys ain't gave a shit about Eli Manning since I can tell you when. Bro, this is a really convenient time to retire Eli Manning's jersey. <laughs> so is Eli getting his jersey retired because of his nephew? His nephew is? A little role reversal here. No, you know just, what's gonna be crazy. It just, it just lines up. Really like, yeah, well. I want to wear number ten. They'll take Eli's name off the stadium and give him number ten. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll just change Eli to Arch. <laughs> His numbers are tired, bro. Let's fast forward okay. to uh, Tanner Mordecai. This is this is, might be the most interesting game of the week. We have SMU who's undefeated currently, Tanner Mordecai, the transfer from Oklahoma, who was the backup over there for, like, I don't know, 15 years. Yeah, at he's least. He's finally starting at, at SMU, and he's going absolutely insane. Have you seen how many touchdowns he has? 29 All touchdowns. Of All of them. <laughs> yeah. The first three weeks, he had, like, 20 touchdown passes. The guy's going crazy. But um, And, and, and for he, that reason, I'm taking SMU. <laughs> We haven't even got to the fact that Houston is a one-loss team, and they're just – they're dogging people. I don't know who Houston lost to, but I know that everybody that they've played uh, in the American Conference has gotten that work. So, uh, so yeah, so Sid's got SMU. Jacob, who you got? Yeah, I think I'm going to I think I'm gonna go with SMU. Tanner Mordecai is obviously going off. They got uh, Lincoln Riley's little brother, Garrett Riley, as their offensive coordinator over there, who's a guy I would like to have at South Carolina, actually. Um, if given He's the chance. dead ass just texting Lincoln be like, bro, send me your game plan. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go with SMU here. Yeah, give me um give me Tanner Mordecai. Yeah, we we all riding with the ponies. Talk about them boys would put Manning in the end zone and drop off that McDonald's bag. SMU don't care, bro. <laughs> but they, they invented paying yeah. players. They in, they invented it. They they would have they would have spray painted Dickerson in the end zone if that's what it took. <laughs> but instead they bought that boy a rolls. But you know, I ain't, I ain't hating on the game. We're just glad they back. They back from the dead. <laughs> yeah. What's crazy is Chad Morris went out there and like they were awful and then he made them kind of good. And then he went to Arkansas and like SMU has continued to get better. And I just wonder like, why did you leave, bro? <laughs> yeah. And you went to Arkansas. But, you know, shout out Sam Pittman. Um, he do it. 
So, yeah, next next game, uh, we have Ohio State as a 17-and-a-half point favorite against Penn State. And um, I don't even know if we need to, like, go through why we're all going to pick Ohio State here because <laughs> Penn State has – Sucks. The, the, and what's crazy off, is, like, they were – once Sean Clifford got hurt against Iowa, their entire team was like, yeah. Fuck this. Let's, <laughs> just, let's just stop playing. Let's just stop. It's – it's very I don't, I don't know if y'all watched. I don't know if y'all watched the little overtime bout against Illinois that they had this past weekend, but it was insane to watch how many times both teams went for it from so close and couldn't get it in the end zone. They made the rule I don't, I don't to know reduce overtimes. They made the rule to reduce overtimes, and it broke history. It literally <laughs> made, made history in overtime. It was like both teams were like, hmm, "Nah, we don't want it." Yeah, like nah, yeah. Open guys, thing, quarterback sales it. All right. You know, the, the funniest part of this was the graphic of, like, the box score. And they're literally like, yeah, both pitchers struggled in the early going, but the bullpen shut it down in the beginning. And then at the end, uh, Illinois was, was able to hit a home run and win. <laughs> Crazy. I mean, that was wild. Yeah, so um, – We're all going to Ohio Next State. game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're all going to Ohio <laughs> State for obvious reasons. Um, and it has nothing to do with Ohio State. <laughs> um, so another interesting game. I'm pretty sure I put Virginia on the picks list every week the entire season. Um, but they're playing BYU. And BYU is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Mind you, BYU lost to uh, – um, who did they lose to? Boise State. And then they mm-hmm. also lost to somebody else. They broke out Baylor. some cool jerseys. And was it Baylor? Yeah. Wow. Damn, I should pick the Bears, shouldn't I? Psych. Listen, <laughs> BYU, they soak. Roll hoos. Ooh. After watching what Brennan Armstrong did to us, I felt borderline felonous. I don't even know if that's a word, but it felt like a felony. It sounds like a word. Yeah. I think it was felonous. Um, it was very mean to us. And after watching him do that to us, I, I can't pick against him in the next week. So I got to take Virginia. Yeah, I'm with y'all. Um, I'm going to go with Virginia here. BYU looked really hot at the beginning of the season, but, um, yeah, I'm just not too sure about them. So, clean sweep for Virginia. Yeah, yes, the, the Mormons got no shot. Unfortunately, it's – I mean, you, you could consider this a hate crime, I guess. Because <laughs> Virginia might week. literally – Virginia might put up 800 yards on them. They could. Yeah, but, yeah. They could. Yeah, so are. yeah, that's uh, that's what we got for this week. Um, All right, boys, I need your game one of the World Series: Atlanta Braves, Houston <laughs> Astros. No, I mean, no. What what day is this going to come out, Jacob? Thursday or Friday? Thursday, uh, whichever. Okay, well, I need to know because we're going to have to give our our predictions for the next few games. I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead and drop it. Braves. I'll go ahead and drop this one Thursday. So. Okay, sick. I'm I'm going I'm going Braves win tonight and drop tomorrow night's game. So I think we come home one and one. Okay, okay. See, that's that's about where I'm at. Yeah, I, I don't I think I think I agree with that. We either we either go we either go one and one or we come back to Atlanta with no wins. Um, or I mean, or we go two and zero. Oh. I mean, that's really the only <laughs> options we have. So. I think one of those three is a likely. Yeah, yeah I think so, I think uh, you're probably. I think you're onto something. Possible option. I think you're onto something. If not, like a yeah, if not like a catastrophic event hurt happens and the game's aren't even played, that's really our only options. Sam went. Have you yeah. heard of Murphy's Law? <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of yeah. the only option, the <laughs> only outcome? <laughs> so again, I mean, if you if you need advice. And you want somebody to run through every possible scenario and give you no advice, hit me up. That's what this podcast is for. If you're not sure what can happen, we will tell you what can happen, all the options. And one of those things will happen. Take it to the bank. I don't know if you can bet on that. 100% of the time. But it happens every time. But anyways, we're just we're just yes. Thirty percent of the time, we're right 100% of the time. All right. So who are we saying something nice about? Yeah, we're going to – since we didn't get to do this last week, I want us all to say something nice about Coach O. Mm. Biggest accent. 
pretty good. So, I thought we I thought we done, I think we've already done a say something nice about Coach O. Because I remember saying that that woman well, have we? That no, woman we yeah. That he has said he admires yeah. I said he admires oh, wow. a ham sandwich. Wow. That's crazy. So okay. it's a rough that's year. How long you been gone, Sam? It's a rough year. Why don't him. we say something about DJ Oogie Badoogie? Seven. Since we said his <laughs> name so much. We're uh, up to 14. He's got yeah, so, uh, he's got good drip. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like Bojangles, and he's a he's a spokesperson for Bo Bojangles. So um nice. that's cool nice jacob what you got um other than the fact that he gives you a better chance to beat clemson than any quarterback in recent memory yeah um dr pepper's like my fifth favorite drink and he was on one of those commercials so that's pretty <laughs> cool yeah they need to redo that with him wearing a ski mask <laughs> um so yeah you know you know, speaking of his drip, as as Davini referenced, uh, the big Stinko chain is is pretty <laughs> pretty nice. But I think what I want to what I really want to point out as a positive for DJ is the fact that he has white boy hair and has managed to wave that shit up. My boy has <laughs> waves with the white boy hair, and if and if that doesn't scream more interceptions than touchdowns, I don't know what does. Knockout. <laughs> Man looks like Mike Norvell at Memphis if he braided his hair. Shit, Charlie got away. She can go out there and play quarterback. Hell yeah. Honestly, at oh. this point, I mean, his his waves are way better than his football abilities. Well, what a week. Yeah, what, a, so what, a, what, a, what a podcast episode. This yeah. is. We came one, back hot. We came back yet? hot. Yeah, well, thank you, so, yeah, anyone out there, for listening. That's what we have to say about college football as of right now. Um, but yeah, peace. Yeah. And if and if you're not riding with the Braves, don't come back next week. Nice. <laughs>